It's time to let you finish oh. with your host, Courtney Amy. Courtney Amy. Hi, Courtney. I'm not going to ask how you're doing because <laughs> we're going to spare everybody that. We're doing just, let's let's put it this way. It's the day before, you know, we're, we're taping this the day before Thanksgiving. And if we were a Macy Day Parade, we'd be a deflated underdog. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know who I would be? I would be the balloon that time when it was really windy. Do you remember when it knocked into that the killed the woman? And that killed the woman. fucking shit up. Because that's just how I feel. The killer just, balloon? Uh, yeah. Courtney, the killer balloon Anderson. That's your new street name. Killer balloon. Killer balloon. Well, speaking well, of killer balloons, mm-hmm. the Grammy nominations were not announced. Now, here's uh, what we're I'm going to have say. A contest. You we're going to have a contest. You never get to talk about my transitions again. No, 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 no. I'm speaking just making of them killer up. balloons. Well, so we're gonna, I was like, oh, what happened with the balloon? And you're like, no, Courtney, the art is, is if you do one that's so obviously painfully right. stupid, you, <laughs> you, you Jedi mind trick people into thinking, really, did I miss something there? Right. Well, anyway, the Grammy nominations were announced uh, this year. They, it seems like they kept adding more people like mm-hmm. an hour before they said, did we say six? Well, we mean eight. Did we mean mm-hmm. eight? We mean mm-hmm. 10. It was like, ah, um, so do I have to now really start really taking John Baptiste way more seriously than I have been? I, I know he's super talented, but I was listen, I think he's a super talented guy. Super talented. I think the record is is listen, what I like about it is it's supposed to be an even playing field that night, right? And right. so I do enjoy that a record like that could come out with the most nominations 11 right 11 11? yeah he has 11 because it is a very musical record and he's a you know he's that new orleans sort of energy and you know they're really about bands and music and sound so i will give it that i have no problem with that I, i i i i'm watching the conversation around it and i'm thinking well you know guys there are a lot of artists out there. The Grammys aren't just for the pop kids. You know, they seem to just think right. every pop kid should have <laughs> every nomination. They should leave because you like this record. And it's like, okay, so The Weeknd got three nominations this time. And we've talked about this before with him. Yeah, you, you've sold a lot of records. But I do think he's one of those people that the public loves a lot. And they love him. But I don't know if industry people give a shit about him the way the public does, right? So when I look at these new nominations, there's some things that made me scratch my head, right? Like, listen, we, I love, 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 we both love Cardi B. I think she's amazing. When I see Up get a nomination for Best Rap Song, I'm just kind of like, is that... Would we consider that one of the best or do we consider that the really popular girl right now? So, of course, she needs to be in this category. Or if I see Nas's King's Disease and Drake certified King's Disease 2 and Drake certified Loverboy nominated for rap album when 
Drake fans that I know who are hardcore Drake fans who listen to everything he does on Pete did not love this album. Well, that's and, why he didn't get an album. I mean, he did this year, but he got, but he got, but he got a rap, but that's a big well, one. They all every year. Yeah. He gets that every a, year. Yeah. But that almost seems like give it because. Well, that's you know what, what it mean? is. And that's the same thing. And, and Nas King's disease too. True Nas fans did not love that album. They liked um, King's oh, Disease. Oh, what? what? The True, first one it, they did. No, not, not no, two. no. This one got phenomenal reviews. Yeah, we talked talk about, about music it. Music critics, I'm talking about versus fans. Fans. The fans it, really? The people I but, know who love him did not well, love this Well, I, I love this album. I mean, did, you know. You, we, like the, you like this one? This second very one? much so. Very much so. You never talked so. about that. I didn't know that. No, very much so. I was, I actually listened to but the rap category has always been, look, the rap category, I almost don't even, it's always been a problematic category because you wonder who's actually chipping in. The thing about it's, look, they got rid of the nominating, you know, the secret squirrel nominating committee. So right. it is sort of, which did open it up. We still, I, I would love to know how long the Black Pumas are going to get the fucking dine out on the same <laughs> album. Is I think the same very album? T- Isn't this it's from like a, a live new- right. version? Yeah. It's right. a live student. Right. It's like, right. come on. I mean, I think they're very talented, but it's yes. like you got your target commercial. Go away. I don't want to I don't want stop already. Right. And you know, there it is the Grammys, okay? Just because it's music doesn't make it any hipper. They are certain people, you know, that they overlook for years and then they're gonna over nominate over and over and over again. It still troubles me to see. Um, look, I think Olivia Rodrigo, out of all the people nominated, mm-hmm. is the one who pound for pound, and I hate to say deserves it, but I'm going to say deserves it because that is a fully conceived top to bottom album. She worked on it primarily. So she literally came out of nowhere in terms of this kind of record. It's It's got, it's sold a lot. It's had an impact. That said, Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga are going to win. And that's like, we can just sort of like, we can just go home now because maybe, and it's, right, and maybe <laughs> we'll see because I not do that they think, don't deserve to, but no, no listen, uh, it's a beautiful record. This, this, it is a beautiful record. Yeah. But, and it is his last record, right? Yeah. So, you know, they might reward for that, but he has a career full of Grammys and, you know, we'll see, right? Because she is the, we, they have ushered in a lot of new voters. So we'll see. Yeah. This th- yeah. That is a toss-up. And I'm very happy for her. It's interesting to see how many people ahead of time had just predicted BTS to, you know, win, get an album of the year and, um, and all of these award nominations. They got one. And I'm like, well, traditionally, boy bands do not come away exactly. from the Grammys with 5,000 awards. And because they are super popular... They're really super super popular with a certain segment of the population. Like who are I've not he- Grammy voters. And I've heard a BTS song, but I have never actually played a BTS song. I, I believe I have some of their music because it's been sent to me. I've never played their album. So to me, that is that the thing that the young girls like over there and they scream after. I, you know, so watching everybody be so upset and so upset that Taylor Swift only got one nomination. And it's like, listen, guys, Taylor Swift has won Album of the Year multiple times. She has several Grammys. It's okay that a year that, yes, Folklore is a great record. Evermore is a great record. She got nominated for which one? Evermore, I believe? Evermore. Evermore Evermore for Album of the Year. 
You know, I, that's I it. I mean, I what else expect, do you want? Yeah. I wouldn't expect Fearless Taylor's version to re-record to really come in when that is already a Grammy-winning album. Yeah. You know, listen, I'm sure she's not someplace crying that she's not. And if she Grammy and if nominated. Olivia Rodrigo gets the Grammy, Taylor gets a Grammy too because yeah. it's she's credited. I mean, you know, it's interesting, and we'll discuss this more. It's interesting to see. Um, the thing, again, about John Baptiste is that this is what's interesting is he hits so many categories for Grammys. Right. He's young. Right. He's a C, you know, let's not discount the fact that he's in everybody's homes every night on CBS. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. he's a musician, capital M musician. He's black, which, you know, he's and he's a traditionalist in a lot of ways, but he's also very um uh, forward thinking, he's not like a Wynton Marsalis that's only doing traditional music. But to be, what's interesting about this nomination is like to get nominated in the jazz and the and the pop and the, mm-hmm. uh, he's nominated in every single category. <laughs> I and like instrumental, I, I believe, right? Everything. Folks, no, he's, like, got he's got across the board. Yeah. So he, you cannot sit there and go, "This is like some gimmick." He certainly deserves it. Do I listen to him? No, but I cannot deny the man's. You know, this is not the man's musicianship. What I thought was quite um, surprising. Well, it will be nice to have Justin Bieber shut the fuck up about not having R&B credibility since he got his little R&B nod. So he, you know, it's so funny when I saw that, that was the first thing I thought I was like, (laughs) now can we, can we like move on? Can (laughs) we get over you acting like you've never been awarded an R&B? I'm like, you got, you got your R&B. You got your R&B. Keep it it moving. Right. Yeah. Keep it moving. Mm -hmm. Um, And listen, not for nothing. Peaches is an R&B song. And Peaches it is. is. And it's a great song. It's a good song. I mean, it's going to be fun in the next couple of weeks. I'm looking you know, over every- at you, Usher. I'm like, so why aren't you? Like, why aren't you? Why don't you have shit like like Justin Bieber? Singing he doesn't song. matter. He gets a check every time yeah. Justin Bieber opens his mouth. I don't know if he still does. I, he doesn't? Lo- does I don't he? Know. I, don't know. I don't know. We'll have to find yeah, that yeah, out. Yeah. We know who to call on that one. Well, not um, anymore because, you know, he is dusting the wind and he, they're done. He's uh, well, retired. He's retired and living a life of leisure in the south of France right now. But I think what's going to be, you know, and, and, you know, again, well, this is an ongoing story, but what's really mm-hmm. funny, of course, whenever these things are nominated, you get all the people ranting around. I know the Grammys don't mean shit. And I'm now going to spend 10 minutes telling you whether they don't mean shit. If they don't mean shit, don't say anything. How's that? Like, you notice, I don't get upset about alternate side of the street parking regulations because I they have no impact on my life. So if right. they change them, I'm like, that's cool. Who cares? Right. Um, and everybody, there's been like a screenshot of all the songwriting and production credits for, mm-hmm. uh, I think, for Donda. That mm-hmm. was a surprise. That was a surprise that right. that got album of the year. That's very surprising. I mean, you know, I but for like, Donda and Justin Bieber. And I'm like, OK, guys, have we not realized that this is the way music is made now? Music is not made not across the board, but a lot of music is made by songwriting camps, collaboration, sampling producers, you know, the old white people get off my lawn or not. Philosophy. even. It's like, like stop it. it you first know? of all, like for like how do you think they've come up with these great songs for a lot of your big artists, the the big females and males that you love? They are full on songwriting camps. Right. On. Do you notice the songs have got, you think about, you know, and we can go back to our Grammy conversation because this is real talk. You think about a lot of the real classic songs, like when people argue about Carole King and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and it's like, yeah, but it was like her either by herself or with her writing partner wrote some of the greatest songs that you still love to this day. And they could be, they were like four minute songs. And now you look at 
the list from yesterday. And there were certain things they weren't even reading the names because it'd be like eight names for a two minute and 30 yeah. seconds. Well, you we, know? yeah, we can have a whole conversation so about songwriting so, camps. You know, that, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so that like so people are surprised all of a sudden get the full list of Grammys and you're seeing how many people it is taking. It, to write some of these well, albums. Well, that's also sample clearance yeah. too. That's being smart ahead of time. But we well, yes, continue- but I'm not. But I'm not talking beyond about that. Hip-hop. I'm just like I'm even some of the other the pop records. And you look, look at when you look. Okay, Doja Cat is nominated for Almadia. Did you see yes. the amount yes. of people? I was <laughs> checking to see if my I was checking to see if my yeah. name was in and there. And you look at that, and <laughs> I'm not singling out because it was a bunch of everybody. It's like no. I, it is a difference when you see somebody like when Taylor Swift wins and or Adele won album of the year, when Stevie won the al- one album of the year, how many names were under there versus well, that, today. That might look, actually, yeah. and then let's move on, but that actually is, is a very good point. The the sparsity of the contributors to her album might help Olivia Rodrigo because a traditional yeah. Grammy voter is going to look and go, huh, she wrote it, she sings on it. And there's a producer. She's a real musician. And I'm not saying that could be nasty because no, I like No, her. but it's very real. You realize now how much it takes for somebody to make these records. And it's a lot of mind boggling. Yeah, it's a lot. What else? Were there any surprises? Who do you, who do you, like people feel like, you know, I'm hearing all Donda. Of I was surprised by Donda. Yeah. I was surprised by Donda only because it did not get very good reviews. Right. Um, and he's just problematic and he's not somebody the Grammys like as a as a as a um, as a unit. You know what I mean? They're, and, they're not- and now what's being sucked around that is the fact that Marilyn Manson is on that album and he's being people are like, so if he does he get a Grammy if this album wins that kind of moment? Well, I mean, does <laughs> Dr. Luke is credibly accused of rape, too? Uh, why are women still working with him? That's my little. Um, I am surprised. OK. I we've had the Morgan Whalen Whalen Whalen. How do you pronounce his name? The country guy. Whalen conversation. I'm not a fan of the guy's music. Um, I do think I understand why country music shunned him because country music needs to CYA with their attitudes in a lot of way. Mm -hmm. I'm very glad to see a lot of black performers in the country music category. Mickey Um, Guyton got a lot. And Jimmy Allen, too. Mm -hmm. I really Um, like Jimmy Allen. I like her. Yeah, he's good. But I think it's I, I, I and I don't even because I don't want to like eat up some. But I do think we'll, we'll go. I do think at some point it's like Morgan, either you judge, you have to either judge the record or not judge the record. And if we're going to go down the list and I'm not excusing what he did, but every one of those, almost every single person is an asshole in the entertainment industry. You know, and it's like Dr. Luke is nominated. Dr. Luke was taken to court and I believe him. I believe her. I believe the women. So I'm surprised. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was weird because he had really inarguably the biggest country album of the year. He did. Not even inarguably. I you mean, know what that, I mean? Oh, yeah, so, inarguably. Yeah. yeah. So to me, if it was eligible, it should have been eligible. Yeah, because we're going to talk about people's personal behavior and shit they're like. There are a lot of people. That's what I'm who saying. Are nominated who you guys all listen to that you think you would like if you knew them as a person. But let me just tell you, you wouldn't. And that's the truth. So it's like, and bad behavior abounds trust. So it's very, you know, that, you know, that I, I thought, yeah. but you know, I was we surprised thought, by the ABBA nomination. It's a weak um, song. Yeah. Come on. That was just like, 
Oh God, we've never given them a Grammy nomination. Here, here, take your Grammy. And that that was just like no. That's a gift. That's a makeup nomination. It's a weak that song. We can all like, agree it's not yeah, a great I was song. Like I mean, yeah. you know, I don't hate this, but that's really uh No, that's not a song of the year though. Seeing as how nobody remembers it. Do you remember it? No. Wait, it goes. All right. Oh, something. Yeah, exactly. Something, all right, let's talk about the Hall of Fame broadcast. Because you have a, <laughs> a great conspiracy going on, which I will now disprove. I've done some secret sleuthing for you. So did okay, you watch so, the broadcast? Uh, you know, I've watched part of it. I'd rather you give me the answer than me embarrass myself by saying what. Well, this is because people kept calling me saying everybody was excited to see Jay thank Dame publicly. And then that which he con- did, Jay Z thanked the, in his in his acceptance, in his, in his speech, acceptance which was a wonderful talk, speech and talked about Rock Nation in the beginning and all. He said, you know, I, all of you know, we built this stuff. I cannot, we don't see eye to eye, but I cannot diminish your accomplishment. Thank you. Right. Everybody was waiting to see that moment. And then when the show aired, that moment wasn't there. So I had a couple of people call me to be like, yo. I rewound. I thought maybe I missed it. Maybe I blinked. And they were all feeling as if something went awry. So then I called you because, you know, you are a member. uh, You are the voting (laughs) member. And I know there's certain things you don't tell me when I try to get it out of you. But I was like, I figured you could kind of get an answer to what happened with the TV. First of all, I hate that it's now a television show and you can tell that it's being shot and done everything for television. Not let's have the event, then edit a show. You can see now that they're doing it for television, which changes the whole timber of how that ceremony. Well, but that's been, that's, um, sadly, that ship has sailed. As soon as they got in with HBO, that ship has sailed. Right. Yeah. Um, Okay. So the show itself ran in the hall four and a half hours. Mm -hmm. So that's a long show. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, and every a lot of speeches were edited, from what I was told. Mm-hmm. And from what I was told, it had nothing. To, it was just a pure editing decision because they cut other things out, too. It had nothing to do with if anything, if anyone would have made a request, it would have been Rock Nation. And there's no evidence that they made that request. Yeah, but, just here's the, editing. but here's that. But, I mean, but this is what this is why I hate that it becomes a TV show, because it's clearly not music people. What rock was the producer living under that when the show actually happened live before it aired, all of the press, like you have to be living under a rock in Tunisia, in the desert, on a kibbutz to not understand that all of the talk way i'm trying to get all these i'm trying to figure i'm trying to figure out all right jews in tunisia or the tunisian jews with rocks in a dry place got it okay okay (laughs) to not understand that all of the press was around he said this and then dame coming out and we should be able to get to why would that be the thing that you would say? Yeah, this is where we could cut. <laughs> because it didn't. Because it doesn't mean anything to no, HBO and their target audience. Because they have no. Well, you're doing a music show. Who's your target audience? You know what I mean. You do. Then have. This is why I hate when. Th- the, Can I the, ask you something? I'm yeah. going to ask you something. No, let, really let me just finish it because this I, is really right. important to me. I have found that the synergy of rock and roll was always anti-corporate, and now that 
rock and roll has gotten so in bed with corporations down to sponsorships in your videos, right? Like almost every video in the company is always looking for money from outside companies. And then they have a say in the edit and stuff of your art. It's like when you start having so much corporate shit coming into rock and roll, this is what happens. Things that should be there aren't there. These people are just thinking about a television corporate bottom line. And that just to me should never have been cut. Okay, Jay-Z is literally the definition of a corporation. But I am talking about across the board. I'm not talking about one person. I'm talking about different different conversations I have had. I'm talking about somebody who worked on the management side and had to put products and videos and then have those companies feel like they can tell us what they don't like and have edited out in the video. I've had friends get video money from big car companies and then the car company did not like the male lead and try to take their money right, back. Right. Like just, it's, it yeah. really, you, you're just starting to see it more and more and more and more and more. And it's just, I mean, you know, yes, Jay-Z yeah. is a corporation. I understand it, but I just don't like it. I don't, I don't like, like it. it either, but it is like it. at that yeah. point. It's like saying, I don't like cell phones. I mean, it Which is. is why it's I retired from the music industry. That ship, it's like that ship just, sailed. Yeah. Yeah. That sh- everything is corporate. I mean, that yeah. ship has sailed. I mean, you know, and it's for good, bad, or indifferent, that ship has sadly sailed. All right, let's talk about a sail. Wait, Let's talk about a ship that is. Wait, we're still sailed. on the rock and roll. We got to. Oh, up. LL we, Cool J killed, killed, yeah, yeah, killed, yeah. killed. Listen, killed. he. You would almost think you would almost think he was actually really inducted. <laughs> well, <laughs> the good thing is here's the, the good thing about it, right, Phil? Once you're in, nobody you're in. really, yeah, and no one really talks about like how, which award, you, like he's in, right? He's so in. So we're, we're happy that he's in, and they they treated him. Oh, yeah. In that way. And I'm glad that he got to remind everybody that he's fucking LL Cool J, y'all. From the beginnings of hip hop. To he, Yes, he's been an actor now at this point for close to 20 years, you know, and he's been on your TV for a very long time. But he is still that guy who still has a catalog that fucking rivals anyone. No, he anyone. killed. And I would like to think in my heart of hearts, because I wrote the, I was lucky enough to uh, write the essay the ll essay for the rock and roll hall of fame booklet and in my little twisted sad little life i'd like to think (laughs) that ll read the essay and then remember at that time many Mm -hmm. years ago when i was interviewing him and he said can i borrow your lip balm and i gave it to him (laughs) and forever then you were as one that lip balm went over those lips that have made a he thousand squeezed, women he squeezed a little into his then, finger i wish people could see this mm, he squeezed it was mm-hmm. and he said to me "Ooh, kills this is the good <laughs> stuff and i you have remember been, when the kills lip balm was the shit i used to love my kills no lip balm. it's the best it's the best i still but the point is that ll so the fact that I feel like he must have read that I have I have to have something to keep myself going. And this is keeping mm-hmm. me going. But he was great. The go-go's were great. The rest yeah. of it, like, who cares? Um, can um, we just say one thing? Now, you know, I try not to comment on how people. I'm sorry. Stop <laughs> the show. I can, Stop I can't even, the show. I'm trying I'm not sorry. to laugh. Stop the show. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. I'm the show's over. I just thank you for joining it. us on the Pantheon podcast. Yeah, really. Uh, <laughs> Um, I try not to comment. Okay. I'm not. Listen, Mickey, 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 Mickey Guyton. I love you, Mickey. You're great. 
I think that you being congratulations on being a black woman to get a country album of the year, country song, all great, three great big country nominations on the Grammys this year. But what I'm going to say to you, if you are going to be asked to do a Tina Turner tribute for anything coming dressed like her cousin who was going to the pumpkin patch and then to dress rehearsal, well, rehearsal for a show. It's like, she looked like she walked in off the street. And my thing is, it's Tina Turner. It's the rock and roll. You're finally having these big moments. I need people to understand that being a star, you do got to put a little bit extra into it. People want to, they still want a little bit of that fantasy. That whole shit about motherfuckers wanting you to be relatable. It's like, people like Taylor Swift because she writes songs that fucking they can relate to. But when you see Taylor Swift, she gives you, I'm a star. And I just thought that her Tina Turner moment, I just kept thinking, is this the rehearsal? Like, what's happening? Like, this I'm going to say one right. thing in her defense, because honestly, her, her kid has been in an ICU unit for, so maybe she's preoccupied. I'll oh, give her that. I didn't know that. That's sad. But you're still going on television. You have a style. I know. I mean, it's... So let's- let she the, may also she may also be a Christian, I think, and doesn't want to wear the super okay, short skirt. No, it's not about short skirts. It's like, how about just right, a nice I, one? All right. <laughs> just a I, nice I, one. That's that, that you didn't even like her outfit that day. I remember you. I like, didn't you know. like it, but it's yeah, I'm not gonna, you know, she looked she didn't look good, you know. I mean I, hate I, I can it. I can live with I it. I wanted to look like it. a star. Because I do. I think that's important. I I do. I think when you're trying to give that thing, I think it's important to look like a star. It's just, you know, one of those things. Speaking of looking like a star, there was a versus that just happened with Shaka Khan and Stephanie Mills. All right. Oh, wait, what what, were we doing? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because here's the thing. Shaka looked like a star, but, but... I just think, look, here's the thing. I think Shaka Khan is a great singer. We, we know what I, I just want to make it short. If Shaka Khan is going through something emotionally, chemically, it's not our business. I don't think it's none of our business. And the fact is, is that she did not do great in this versus. I think the whole versus thing has run its fucking course at this point. Because I keep now it's becoming. That, everybody's looking at me like, I love it. I'm like, it's. No, really no. Everything. Feels... Now it's becoming like a steel cage match. It's like the idea. With live audiences. With live audiences. It's I mean, become some this of them, whole other look, thing. After the Jada Kiss Dipset one, that was the perfect period at the end of the sentence. That was fantastic. That actually did something. This was just, it was nice to see two women hang out. They're both great singers. I don't like, I think, I think it's done. I think they just end it. It's done. There's no reason to do this. It was really quite disappointing to see. And, you know, I think anybody, if you're a certain age, you have stories of a period of seeing Shaka where, you know, things weren't so great. And that just, that was really disappointing because you and I always, you know, every year around the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, right? We're always screaming, yeah. why can't she get in? So I don't think these, a high profile moment like that helps. Uh, can I tell you something? The people who vote for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame didn't see it. No, me. they did it, but it's still Trust in me. the, it's right, but it's in the lexicon. That's there. Yeah. And it, that kind of shit doesn't help. It just doesn't. Yeah. Doesn't help. Well, Whitney died of a drug overdose. She got in. Yes, but Shaka's still alive. <laughs> and they don't yeah. put Black women who are a mess who's still alive in. If she yeah. died, they would put her in. 
Yeah. If she was dead, Welsh. she'd be in because they see yeah. they seem to like that. Yeah. Janet Jackson had to be basically it had to be the whole let's move this thing that year for them to understand that okay, we have to we we have to let her in because the groundswell of everything was like we need to correct some wrongs, right? Shaka's still here, so they could just look at that as a mess. Right. All right. Well, I, yeah, I, do you want to talk about Adele? You want to talk about the Janet doc? Let's talk about Janet. Then we can go to now the Janet doc, which is really, you don't learn anything new. You really don't. Did you watch it? Yes. What did you think? Um, I like the, I like when people who don't have a dog in a show do these documentaries. I think having the imprint of the New York times gives people who might not care about the issue. It gives it mm -hmm. a little more journalistic seriousness. I liked, um, look, here's the thing. If you thought Justin was an asshole before, this will just confirm it. Yeah. yeah stringing, nothing stringing all of the bits together. Right. Because I remember when him saying all of the different things, I, we were, I, I thought that they did. I mean, it, it's definitely, I think, you know, neither one of them participated in this. A lot of she's, she's, she, and she's not, she's really, disowning yeah, it. She wants yeah, nothing, she to, do wants nothing to do with I it. I think there were always, I think having the MTV people on was, I think here's what, here's what I think. I think whatever happened was not supposed to happen, but it wasn't a total surprise. I think they were planning on having a reveal, so to speak. I mean, there's a wardrobe person. This is Janet Jackson. This is not some somebody flesh off the turn. I do not think they meant to have her breast exposed. And I think the issue has always been that the visuals of a white man ripping the clothes off a black woman that would never were really bad. And it's the fact that Justin immediately you know, grinned and shucked and kind of like cutesy pooed about it. So I think the fundamental issue of how she was treated as a black woman, as opposed to how he was treated as a white man, those matter, those stand. What actually happened? We're never, True. we're never going to But the know. flip side is a little bit, and here's where this is going to be unpopular with some people. Her team's reaction wasn't great. Now, here's a fun fact that I don't know if we've ever talked about. I worked at MTV for one year that was bookended by two really bookended by two really distinctive things. I was there, I worked at MTV and I was in the house for the VMAs where Madonna kissed Christina and Britney. And I worked at MTV the year of the Super, the second year of them producing the Super Bowl halftime show and the Janet Jackson moment happened. So I worked in news and doc. I was a, a booker in news and docs and we had an 8 a.m. meeting every morning, news meeting. So I, you know, I was in the Monday morning meeting where all of the people who, the MTV people who had been in, where was it in Texas, in Houston? In Texas, before, it was in Texas. In, yeah. it, the night before had all flown back and they were in that meeting. So I remember the things that they were saying and just the aftermath of, you know, when it all ended evidently, because I remember watching, I didn't realize, you know, I didn't realize that her breast. You don't exposed. realize it was nine sixteen. I didn't realize it no. was the big aftermath and them seeing it. I was like, oh, did that happen? I didn't no, I didn't realize it. Either. I didn't realize it. So the next morning, you know, I realized it later because the, the firestorm happened that night. And the next morning in the meeting, I remember Dave Sorelnik coming in there and I couldn't believe everybody was already back from Texas. I would thought they would have, you know, still been there flying back in the morning, but they all flew back overnight. And I just remember that how the story went is 
they ran down her dressing room and they had cleared out. Like there was not one person there except the label rep whose name I won't say because I don't know if she wants her name out there. And she's crying. They're crying because everybody's screaming at her. The full team is gone. Janice team, they're not communicating. They're not answering with anybody. Accidents do happen. There is a, and I'm not saying it's her fault how she was treated, but when you have a team, they're supposed to at least deal with the network and be like, okay, how do we try to work this out? And I feel like her team failed her a little bit in going radio silent with her because that let the narrative become something what else. They want, then, what they wanted it to and be. Then, and then Justin's going to do his whole show because he's at the beginning of his career, so he's scared. And, you know, he's like, oh, no, 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 not me. I would never. Like, it's, it's what you said, right? Could you imagine if it was, you see what happened just with Kanye West stepping in front of Taylor Swift on the stage to say Beyonce right. deserves an award. He did not touch her. Like, no. it didn't matter if... if no, it's, was, the visuals. Yeah. It's, yeah, the it's the visuals. It's the visuals. And it's also that Justin Timberlake has just always been that guy. Yep. He's just always been, Ooh, you know, I'm not taking away from his yeah. talent, but he's just the kid who thinks he's a little too smart for the room, a little too cute for the room. And it's like, yeah, okay, you know, you're... It was a little, it was, look, it was. And like, I do believe that when Janet apologized, it's like, how many times do you want her to apologize? Well, they wanted her to, pro. I mean, and that gets back to, yeah. I mean, the look, the documentary is worth watching. Um, it's, I, it, I think they did a good job. I think they could, uh, but I think the bigger issue, and as you are saying, is it's not what happened, but what, what it meant and how women are still treated in this business and how we right. are still women, black women, Black Especially. men are she still was vilified treated to because a very seen, different. Well, standard. you know, the black men, right? We're seen some ways as either we're either the 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 thug, like anarchists in the street, or we're the mandingo who can't get enough. And black women are just treated like she was treated like a sexualized commodity and not an actual person that something happened to. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. And, I yeah. And, it, and for me. I'll be more interested in what she has to say in her documentary that's coming on in USA and uh, Lifetime this January. Because the one thing I will say about Janet Jackson is we've known her to be a very private person, but we don't know her to be a liar. And I do believe she will tell the truth and tell her truth about that situation. Right. And she did on Oprah that one time. And like she did say it was supposed to be a reveal and you were supposed to see the red bra. But anyway, watching it was interesting because you know, like I said, you didn't learn anything new, but you definitely saw how when you see all of the comments that Justin made together, it was like, damn, man, like you didn't even stand up. You never once, even at the Grammys, when you made your apology, you didn't say anything like Janet. I support you. You just never supported her publicly. Dick. Yeah. yeah, there, yeah. Are, He's the guy. Listen, he's, he's and you like, were willing to go along with the stunt. So you can't act like yeah, they no. force you. She's Janet her, Jackson her, and you were it, more her, than her willing to go. Breasts along do not do, do not expose themselves. Right, Somebody has right. to help them out. Right. Um, all right. Do Let's talk about Adele. Let's just talk about something that we can both agree on here. Mm-hmm. Great record. There. End of listen, story. Honestly, bye. I'm so glad we can support this woman because like, oh, she God. needs us. Yeah. She needs us so bad. She I was needs so us, ready Courtney. to be like, it's going to be a bunch of piano ballads. All right. I know what it's going <laughs> to no, be. But I got to tell you, I was, like, I was like, she sounds great on this. I love it. I, I do. It's great I actually, record. I actually great really songs. do. They are. 
They, no, they have the nerve to be great songs. How dare they? they? How dare they? How what dare I, they? I was sort of, I am not, like I love Adele. I love the idea of an mm-hmm, Adele more mm-hmm. than an actual Adele, but I do mm-hmm. love Adele and I think she's great. I am very happy. What surprised me, and I think I told you is I was expecting a whole lot of like, hello to the other side, mm-hmm. you know, screaming. Sorry, everybody out there. Um, I, w- I didn't want that, the, you know, the balls against the wall, like vocal stuff. Her voice sounds great. This sounds analog, this record. And this reminds mm-hmm. me and will remind people who have listened to her for a while that this woman, and she was 19, came during that whole wave of funky British London, North London mm-hmm. girls who were very tapped into American R&B. She came up at the same time as Amy Winehouse mm-hmm. and it, it went around that same era as Duffy, as all these girls. And this reminds me mm-hmm. of that, that there's there's like a little jazzy funkiness to it. The oh, My only problem with the record is I don't like when people put their kids in the music. I think that's creepy um, to have your kid's voice in a song. But that said, um, it's a really good record. It's going to sell a gazillion copies. It already is, is selling it. Yes, um, our work is done. In the UK, it's already selling the entire top 40 combined. <laughs> okay, in the UK. And in the US, it's already sold. In the first three days, it had already sold a half a million copies. Like, sold. We're not talking about right. the streaming. Like, right. actually, sold. actually sold. Good for her. Like, I, good I for, think and, it's And great. listen, and I will say this. This is the difference between you get a bunch of corny-ass U.S. celebrities in the fucking L.A. show, and they're all sitting there being very celebrity, like knowing they're on camera, see when they're caught singing and holding their champagne. Then you look at her evening with in London. Oh, now, that that's, that's the Miss Adele we love. She's bawdy. The, the people in that crowd, like, you got Idris, you got the Harry Potter folks, you've got Naomi, you've got the folks, and then you've got people and they're rocking in there and she's turning it out and she's singing. I'm like, that's the show I want to be at. Like, I would much rather have Emma Thompson talk to me than Oprah any day. I mean, Oprah who's mouthing along, but mouthing along words that don't seem to be the words that are coming out of Adele's but mouth. Anyway, it's a great record. It's a great record. Yeah, I mean, no. and 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 our work is done. We've promoted yet another struggling underground artist. I love it. You know, I love when we talk about people who are like on the fringe and we on really the fringe give, and we give them an opportunity to be heard. By I know, I know, I know. We are, are so we are like we are thank doing God's so work here. We are doing the yeah. Lord's work. Helping. <laughs> you can that, thank thank uh, Adele. You can thank us later. Okay, like we'll set had, up a Venmo. That's like when I had a friend of mine who knows who he is. Got really excited to tell me about this new band he had discovered. <laughs> he was like, "I discovered this new band." He was like, "They're called Radiohead." There's this album called Kid A. It's so Please amazing. Slap. No, I no, no. And I was looking at him, and I was going, "So." You're discovered the band on the record after possibly the biggest record of their life that everyone has been talking about for years, and you've just you maybe he was maybe he was in a coma. Okay, I was, I was like, I'm so glad that you've discovered Radiohead. I was like, that's should, good. I was like, you should share that with people and tell him to undiscover them because they're overrated. Um, okay. All right, let's let's kind of knock this. So the Brit Awards mm-hmm. um, have announced that this year that they are getting rid of gender specific categories, which mm-hmm. you know makes sense um, because it's like if you're why would Adele only compete with other women? 
when she is ju- why divided up women don't sing differently than right. men part of and this, the songs played back to back on the radio yeah, this I isn't mean, like the women's like, hour to men's hour yeah it's not like there's a, a physical disadvantage to being a woman singer right. a part of this is precipitated by <clears throat> sam smith who is exhausting who is gender non uh, uses they pronouns and they're uh they're claiming that they didn't have a slot to fit into, which I'm not even going to get into that because if you want the fucking award, pick a lane and you can go into that award. Okay. I, I can't imagine that if you, but the point is that it's a very good idea. It's really stupid to, if you're an actor, you're an actor. If you're a singer, you're a singer. The only thing where there should be a division between genders is when physical strength comes into, I would say when yeah. physical strength comes mm-hmm. into play, but I think it's great. And I look forward to um what's going to happen um did you even watch the amas i watched for 15 seconds no you know how i watch stuff now because i used to sit and watch it as it was going on uh now i go of just wait five minutes later and i can just scan through everything because everything's online two seconds later like because one I remember when the AMAs used to come on in January. So it's weird to me that the AMAs come on in November. Yeah, they usually came out in the winter. But yeah. It, but the, but it was always an issue with the Grammys not wanting, well, if you perform on the AMAs, you can't perform right, that, right, that whole right, thing. So right, they moved. Right, right. Two, I'm still not clear who votes on a fucking AMA and me where neither. they come from. Me neither. Three, to me, they haven't been relevant really since Diana Ross used to host them every year back in the day. Remember when Diana Ross for years was the host of Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. now it just seems like I am very glad for the all the new artists and the young new pop artists, but I don't really rock with a lot of them. So it's not even my, my jam anymore. So I'm like... Well, Olivia I, Rodrigo continues to impress me because she yeah. got out there and yeah. sang. Yeah, I, I mean, don't you? I know it sounds. With, no, no, that's the thing. Get out there with it. a guitar and you sing. and sang, and sang, and can sing. The Coldplay yeah. BTS things just look like the world's worst bar mitzvah. It, it was just like it, it's like clearly bless. Okay, bless his heart. I am not a Coldplay fan, mm-hmm. which of course no critics are. But Chris Martin mm-hmm. appears to be a very nice person. Mm-hmm. He seems his taste in women aside, he seems mm-hmm. to be a very nice person. Mm-hmm. It's like. Coldplay BTS. Like, don't let Moses and Apple determine who you're going to collaborate with. It seemed like, you know what it seemed like? The drunk uncle who, you know, gets lit at the barbecue. Yeah. And the kids are having their dance off. And he's like, I still got that shit. I I still still got got it. it. Watch me. Right up in the middle. was like, I got it. I got it. Well, at least we know that was live because they Mm -hmm. were screaming over each other. All right. Another live performance. Um, So, Saweetie, who... I like in I like her in theory. Me too. I like her. I saw her on The Shop, which is like mm-hmm. my favorite show. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you watch The Shop? I, yeah, I love that show. Yeah, yeah I good. just love yeah, that's I like I, I think it's so great. Mm-hmm. Um I keep um I I, I don't <laughs> I don't okay, this is I'm not saying this to be mean. I don't know what she brings to the table. She seems sort of like Megan, like a user-friendly Megan the Stallion. Like, what is she bringing to the table that other people aren't? Other than she's well, gorgeous, she's well, smart. And, well, you know? and this is what I was going to say. And you know, I have folks. I know folks that work on that team and everything. But you, I've said, I've said this about Little Nas X, and I'm noticing that getting better. And I needed these kids. You got to learn how to perform. This is not about how fierce you can look on Instagram and photos, how hot you can look in a video, how much, how long your bundles are and your outfits. I am like, if you're going to be an artist and you call yourself an artist, it is hard work. 
The reason why some of the people that you see are great because they really fucking rehearse and they practice and that shit does not just happen. Like they don't just, I have one or two rehearsals and I get out there. Yeah, that looked, to me was yeah, it your, it was your national stage moment. You have to rehearse people. It does not come naturally to everybody to right. get out there and do it. It's not as easy as you think. So I'm looking at some of these young artists and let this be a lesson to you. It is important when you get these national moments to raise your profile and you want to show that you're more than just a couple of records. You're in it for the long haul, long haul. Learning how to perform is really important and your team needs to not be booking you if you're not ready. And that just to me was a little embarrassing. You got hot songs, but you get out there and it looks like trash. And the, and the problem is people aren't that forgiving, especially the black audience. They'll be shady. Once they write you off, it's like, well, you can't do this. They'll just kind of put you in that category. So you need that. That to me was just like, I just She didn't. I think what the problem is, is that there is she's been stop and start and stop and start for several years now. And I think that there has, there's very little. Yeah, but she's been on a little role for, for right. the last but like, we talk, two. But we talk about the fact that there is no artist development. Not everybody right. is a performer. If you're going to be a, if you want to be a studio artist, that's great. But if you're going to be a performer, then you have to perform and it looks stilted. And I will once again, why are these women working with Dr. Luke? Stop it. Stop it. Why are you, there are other people that can write hit songs for you. You do not have to work with this man. That is my plea. You know, she's smart. She, she knows and they need to stop working with him and that's it. I'm sorry. Sorry. I don't care. He was found innocent. He's not innocent. Sorry. That's my rant. It just irritates me. I mean, Listen, that he's, you're a woman that, and you, and he's you allowed have to have moments, a career. Well, it's not I, even know, that. I mean, he's no, been, but I, I listen to you when you have those moments because it's, it, you know, that has bothered you a lot. Every time that comes up and somebody new works with him, you're very, you've been very vocal. And I think it's important to be vocal to say, I do not understand. Yeah. If he were the only guy yeah. writing songs and they're all assholes, granted, but mm -hmm. all right. So you wanted to talk about Taylor, Taylor, what did you want to say, Taylor? What, what, what did you, it just yeah. amazes me. So we watched that ten minute performance on Saturday Night Live, and what's the end result? She gets a number one fucking record with that. Bless shit. her heart. Good for and her. it's like, yeah, I have a lot of respect for her, but I am so baffled, and I'm glad. Listen. This album came out again, a number one album again for her. I feel like she's had five number one albums in literally two years, which is amazing. No, it, it, it really amazing. does seem that every like a, her her new stuff and then she backs it up. It's like, oh, and, and here's amazing. my old stuff. Yeah, no, she's a machine those Swift, at this point. Those Swifties are like, you put it out, we will show up. But yeah. it's kind of almost like. It feels like a scam. <laughs> um, I'm glad you said it, not me. It's just starting to feel like a little like dusting something <laughs> off and putting a new bow on it. Look, look, it's it's like regifting. It's mm -hmm. musical regifting going mm -hmm. on. And I'm like, okay, Taylor. Yeah, okay. Technically, this is new, but mm, kind of, sort of not. And like, yeah, kind of, sort of not. But it's, it's like regifting. It's like. I rock with you and stuff. <laughs> Here, we have a new word for it. I'm going to give us a new, re-swifting. Mm -hmm. She's re-swifting. She's <laughs> absolutely re-swifting with a smile on her face and getting number one records out of it. So, you know, you what? know what? Bless Good her for heart. Her. I'm Bless looking, her heart. There's a couple of superstars I'm looking at, like, uh, like you know, between her and Adele, some of y'all that are coming. 
Well, I think everyone's going to take a little nap from now to January in terms of putting out records. I think everybody's going to go, I'm going on vacation because Adele is just, we're all going to be living in Adele's world for the next two months right i all mean right. everybody's gonna be in therapy and sweats as well gonna be like yeah, yeah, yeah. So everybody's gonna be like oh this was the time to get plastic surgery because mm-hmm. no one's gonna see my monkey ass <laughs> for the next three months all right now i understand you want me to explain the appeal of pete davidson please explain okay. that to me all right let me first say that i do not find pete davidson tip he's not typically physically attractive. all right i don't find him typically i find but <laughs> you're like he's not tipper. bad looking men are allowed to look a lot men are held to a very different standard of of beauty than women are no i'm a gay man we're the most shady horrible we're like, i'm not talking about gay men uh, <laughs> i'm talking about heterosexual men okay. all right i'm sorry look mm-hmm. at jean paul belmondo look at gerard mm-hmm. Depardieu. these are not classically good looking men but they mm-hmm. were considered sex and so i am not saying pete davidson looks that's like that, some but french I'm... shit you know that's all all right i um, i'll think of look at jeremy renner he's considered good looking too and he's an odd uh he's a hollywood leading man if they didn't think he was good looking they wouldn't make him a leading man all right my point is is that men are viewed differently mm-hmm. i don't find pete davidson to be physically attractive but here is why i think he keeps pulling all these hot girls number mm-hmm. one he's funny as shit mm-hmm. women like funny okay mm-hmm. men like funny to a point i'm hilarious okay that mm-hmm. and 50 cents will get me on the subway mm-hmm. women like funny all right number two he doesn't blab after they break up have you ever heard him say anything about Mm -mm. anybody he ever went out with he Mm -mm. doesn't make records about uh, you know breaking up with ariana grande Mm -hmm. he doesn't he just moves on the next one three he has a great relationship with his mother women like stuff like that Mm -hmm. that means if you get along with your mom you have a good he appears to be relatively um low-key i mean he dresses like supreme threw up on him but what about all the other shit though He's what got the, doesn't he have like some other issues? All doesn't right, he? but he has issues. We all have issues, and he takes care of them. I mean, he's he has a mental he is mentally ill. He has spoken about that. Yeah, but wasn't, right. it, wasn't it also like substance stuff? Wasn't it? He's mentally issue? ill, but he has a dual diagnosis. He smokes a lot of weed. I mean, you know, I mean, he has a dual diagnosis. That's not unusual, and, and he's medicated and he's very open about it too. He's vulnerable. He's open. Um. I, again, I do, I have a soft spot for an outer borough white boy since I raised an outer borough mm. white boy. Mm-hmm. He appears to be a decent guy. And let me tell you this. If I were obviously everything Kim Kardashian does is calculated. All right. But if I were Kim Kardashian and I had just spent a long, long time with a very high maintenance controlling man. And here comes this nice kind of goofy. Hey, let's go to Staten Island, have a pizza guy. She, you know, who's not telling her what to wear, who's not telling her what to say, who's not telling her to do anything and they can fuck and have a good time. Why not? Why not? That's his appeal is that he's just he appears to be easy, that it's just like you don't have to worry. And, you know, he seems like a decent guy. Right. I understand why women now have, you know, deal with men that cost. Yeah, but they also. I look at you girls and I heard that whole description. And I'm like, I see why certain shit happens. Like, cause y'all fall for these motherfuckers who are also fucked up, who are always breaking up with people because they're fucked up. <laughs> no, that's not why he breaks up. First of all, we, he didn't break up. No, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just saying women, you, you, the things that y'all like, and then y'all ignore the bad stuff with some of these dudes. No, not what, at all. Not mm-hmm. at all. It's just that everybody has, look, everybody has, 
he is he is very open about the fact that he is mentally ill. That and and he is mentally ill and he deals with it and he is very open about. It. Would I want to knowingly get into a relationship with somebody who is who has a a serious mental health issue? Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Have I been in relationships with people who have serious mental health issues? Yes, I have. At least he knows it. Don't we all have some sort yeah, of mental health Yeah, at least he know? has it. Look, he's 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 very sweet. He's boyish. Yeah. He seems to be. He has his own money. You know, let her have whatever. I mean, she Listen, I'm shocked. Just, I'm shocked she's, she's dating a white guy. She's well, dating a white guy. That's the news. <laughs> well, I'm shocked that she's dating a guy who's like by her standards, he's really poor. You know what I mean? She's yeah. used to men who like get on the jet and I'll just come see you wherever right. and do that kind of thing. And he seems more like, you know, a jet blue. <laughs> yeah. yeah with a layover very, yeah he's from staten island you can only get so highfalutin when you're mm -hmm. from staten island you know but i think that's part of it i just you know think i just i don't care about either of them i really you know i really don't care about her or any other people in that family i like but i like i am, I, I, and I know you me, like him and I, and I don't really listen i don't i, I root I for him yeah i, root I, root for for, him. I actually i root for anybody who's from new york you know I me mean? I'm, yeah. I'm on that new york shit so i root for him I don't give a fuck about her. And I am so proud to say that I have never willingly turned that show on. Oh, all the yeah, I don't think I have on. either. I've, I've, seen been it, I've been at people's houses when it's been on in the background, but I am so proud that that is not a K-hole that I got sucked down. Literally K-hole. No, I mean, like I said, I just, I just think, but the, people always make these comments like, how could she? First off, look, you know, women have... We're, we're visual, but we're visual in a different way than men are. Men are totally well, which is really different because I've had some of my like uh, I've had some of my female friends say shit to me like, you know, this dude sent me a dick pic and I didn't ask it. And they were mortified. And they were like, and, and I realized not all women like that. And then, no, you know, well, I don't know and any yeah. woman and who then likes that. With <laughs> me and all gay friends, like he sent me a dick pic. We're all like, well, let me see it. Ooh, no. Okay. You know, we're doing. <laughs> yeah. No, that would repulse me. <laughs> and, and so I, I noticed you guys are very visually different. When it's it different. Certain shit. It is. It's I, I will tell you something. And then we should probably write, but I. Uh, significant relationship of mine and we've gone out a couple of times and he was like, I really like him. And he's really funny and really smart, and really this. Mm -hmm. And I remember thinking, I have to start finding him attractive at some point because I think I'm falling in love with him. And I did, but it wasn't, right. that wasn't what attracted me. But it wasn't me what attracted you first. No, it was the, it was like what was going on in the, and it's not that, I mean, you know, it wasn't like, Oh, look, you know, but it's a different women can, date not i don't want to speak all women but i have found that you can turn the person you're dating or sleeping with into somebody good looking once you like things well, about what them. i was going to say to you is i've never really dated anybody because of how they look and i, I no. never because no, I mean, what i realized really young one especially being from new york everybody's good looking here there's so many good looking people right but and i have a lot i you know i have a lot of really good looking friends but i also realized early on not everybody good looking is nice or good people so except I for us to, except I for like, us, I, well, thank you. I tend to, I've always tended to like somebody based on personality. Now, yeah. you know, I've had, you know, definitely hookups because we were both attracted to each other. Like that was a physical thing. But I'm talking about somebody like going out on dates multiple times. It's oh, it was always personality. Shit. Like they always made me laugh, and we had really interesting right. conversations. Because what I do realize about good-looking people is. It's like with anybody, you get used to how somebody looks. So you really need to like them because 
in the beginning, when you're with somebody who's good looking, it's like, oh, well, it's like having really good looking friends. In the beginning, you're like, wow, my friend's really good looking. The while, when you've been friends for a long time, that's just your friend. You're not thinking, oh, my friend's really good looking. It's how other people really respond to them. And for me, especially with gay men, a lot of our shit can be based on, especially back in the day, like, what does this body look like? What is this? Look? And I was just kind of never really into that because. I, you know, I hate the gym. I just, I keep my hair cut and shit, but that's always been for me. Yeah, my it, I would never make it as a gay you know? man. I, yeah. I, 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 but anyway, Girl, it's, a, it's, is, a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's like the hunger games. Yeah, and no, you I better have good shoes. <laughs> anyway, but I think that that's part of it. So, like I said, I, I have a soft spot for him and I don't give a flying fuck about her. And as long as she's, you know, I think, and he keeps his mouth shut afterwards. And I think that's yeah. it. Listen, anyway, I missed. I will give it up for that. Discre- Can we just talk about everybody? Hi, guys. Discretion is not a terrible thing. Discretion making a comeback and realizing you don't have to talk about everything. You don't have to share everything. And you don't have to, when you break up with somebody, tell everything. It's a good thing. Too yeah. many people are so willing to run out and just spill guts. It's like, you know, that says more about you than the situation. But on that note. Yes. Thank you, tomorrow, guys. Tomorrow, uh, Tomorrow's um, Thanksgiving. Which means we're going to celebrate something that never happened. Yay! Mm-hmm. And <laughs> since none of my Thanksgiving gatherings are happening because of COVID still, I will be cooking in here by myself. My bestie Fred has made me the, his famous sangria that we always have for Thanksgiving, so I'm going to pick that up at some point today. And nice. I will be making my meals and just being here watching football and relaxing under the tree, playing some music and chilling out. And uh, what are you going to be doing, my fair aims? Um, I, well, after today, after I do my volunteer work, because I am a saint, as we know, a saint, mm-hmm. Amy, I'm supposed to go to really good friends of mine um, uh, in Westchester, but I'm hoping I won't be sick. And I hate traveling on Thanksgiving, but the food is going to be so freaking good. Even right. as a vegetarian, it's good. Like the food well, all the sides, you know what I mean? That's oh, the my God. The thing about all Thanksgiving is so many vegetables, especially it's like all I come the from sides. a black family, like there's always Every no, no, kind no, no, of no. vegetable yeah, no, no, side no. that you can have. Yeah, the reason it. I volunteer at this thing every year, other than the fact that I am a saint, as I think mm-hmm. I've mentioned, is that it's uh, macaroni and cheese and greens, baby. Mm-hmm. I, you had me at the greens. So, yeah. no, just, just, just you know, chilling. You I love greens. I'm, I making, love greens. I'm making some greens tomorrow. I'm making oh, beet greens everything. tomorrow. Oh, I'm very excited. Um, <laughs> did you say beet or meat? Beet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody. Uh, Courtney, do the thing that you do so well. Well, guys, you know what it is. Thank you for catching us every Thursday on the Pantheon Podcast Network, where there are over 70 music shows, every type of music show that you love. We're a proud member of the Pantheon family. You can find us on their main page, including on their website and their main page that they now have on their own Apple channel, as well as our, you can find us regularly on Apple. You know the other places, man. iHeart, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, wherever you are listening to us, Pandora, thank you so much. We appreciate it. And remember to comment, share, and like the shows. It's really important. We love hearing from you. Also, remember to check us out on Twitter at Finish Ima and at Facebook at I'ma Let You Finish or One Word and IG at I'ma Let You Finish and Why. Talk to us. We're there. We love chatting with you, especially on our Twitter and our Facebook. We're super active there. You know, we're there all day. So, like, you comment, we're there all day. answering All day. Back, we're getting nothing done. conversations. You <laughs> nothing. know what I mean? And, um... <laughs> 
Have a happy and safe holidays, you guys. Be safe, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye. See you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.